to another episode of ERA Talks. I am Stephanie Tierney, the Membership Director and Podcast Coordinator for ERA. We are here today to talk about the SPARC program. Co-sponsored by ECIA and ERA, the SPARC Professional Development Program is designed to help up-and-coming professionals grow their abilities and advance their careers in the electronics components industry. Joining us today, we have John O'Brien, VP Coakley Boyd and Abbott, and a member of the SPARC Planning Committee, and Jennifer Smith, SPARC Director and President of JMS Synergy. Welcome, John and Jennifer. I am thrilled to have you on this episode. Well, I do have a couple of questions, so let's just get started. So, Jennifer, I'm going to start with you. Can you tell me a little bit more about the SPARC program, who can attend, and what the programs entail? Thanks, Stephanie. Sure, I can give you a little bit of information there. What is SPARC? SPARC is a progressive, interactive, industry-focused, electronic networking, educational, and personal development program, and it's designed for individuals within the electronic component industry. You know, who can attend the program? Participation is open to anyone in the, in the industry with three to five years experience working in either manufacturing reps, distribution, or manufacturers. You'll notice that there's no reference to age. Any age can come to this program. It's just you have to have three to five years of experience. So whether you're new in your career or move halfway through your career, you can certainly attend the program. When you ask me the question about what the program is about or what does the program entail, there's really three parts to Spark. There's Spark 1, which is a basic understanding. There's Spark 2, which is a little bit more advanced. And then there's Spark 3. Spark 1 is in conjunction with EDS. Spark 2 is in conjunction with ERA and ECIA. It rotates with those association conferences. But the program works off of three spokes, I'll call them. It's the educational spoke, the industry education, the self-development, and networking opportunities that each provide. Thank you, Jennifer. That is really so interesting. And I love how you mentioned that there is not an age, you know, specific requirements and that it is meant for everybody. And the three different spokes that you mentioned, really good points. Very interesting. Thank you so much. Sure. John, can you tell me a little bit about the history of Spark and the sponsors of the program? Sure. Thank you, Stephanie. In July of 2014, BDS Board was meeting in California. Through our new business discussion, Fred Bell of Molex laid out an idea to get a high potential individuals involved in our industry. With the aging demographic of our industry, the discussions have always been going on of how do we attract and retain talent. Fred's concept was to build a program that companies within our industry could send their new hires to that would, one, indoctrinate them into our industry. You know, the rep and the distributor and the manufacturer relationship can be a tricky one for seasoned veterans, so this was an opportunity to get it explained early on in their career. The second, we wanted to give these up-and-coming people an opportunity to network and start building their own group of peers in the industry, regardless of whether they were a rep, a manufacturer, or a distributor. And finally, and I think what's become most important is we want to help them develop both personally and professionally. Now, Fred maintained that these were the future and upcoming stars of our industry, so we needed to identify and help spark their careers in our industry, hence the name of the program, Spark. Well, the board asked for volunteers to get this off the ground, so immediately Todd McAtee of Mauser and I volunteered, 
And that was really the beginning of the Spark Planning Committee. We met regularly via conference calls and in person with the EDS Marketing Committee in Chicago. We discussed and laid out our ideas for the first Spark program. It was decided, as Jennifer mentioned earlier, that the EDS Summit would be the best venue to hold Spark program. First, it's the largest attended event in our industry, and executives from top companies in the industry are there to participate. We felt this venue would provide an opportunity not only for Spark attendees to network with each other, but to also introduce them to these top executives. Second, as I mentioned earlier, the idea was developed within the EDS board, so we thought it fitting that the program be held there. At the time, EDS was sponsored by the ERA and ECIA. So the founding sponsoring associations are the ERA and the ECIA. In 2019, GITA was appointed two seats on the board of directors and thus has been added as a sponsor as well. Now, we'll talk about it a little later, but we're also going to be opening up individual sponsorship opportunities for companies who want to not necessarily sponsor a person, but want to help sponsor the program as, as a whole. Thank you, John. I really appreciate you mentioning kind of the involvement of the, the sponsors. That was really, really interesting to hear and how the name actually came about. So thank you for explaining all of that. That brings me to my next question for you, though. How has the SPARK program evolved? So we do a survey at the end of every SPARK session. And at the end of the very first one, we got a resounding response from all attendees. They wanted more. They wanted more opportunity to network, more opportunity to learn, and more opportunity to grow. So at the following year's EDS Marketing Committee meeting, Fred, Todd, and I sat down to sketch out the outline for a SPARK 2 program. The concept was to run it in conjunction with the ECIA conference one year and the ERA conference the next. This would give Spark 2.0 attendees the opportunity for both the classroom learning and the ability to attend sessions that were being presented at the conferences. Another thing we added later in the program that Jennifer's idea that came up with, which I thought was fantastic, was when we added in executives from the various distributors and manufacturers to meet with the Spark attendees at breakfast. We take two Spark attendees and pair them with an executive, say a, a TTI executive or an Aero executive, and they would stay breakfast together and were able to talk and network themselves. There was a huge response from both the attendees and the executives on how much they enjoyed that part of the program. So then, of course, the question was, what more can we do for them? And that's where the concept of Spark 3.0 came up. The concept of Spark 3.0 would be to pair a Spark 1.0 and 2.0 graduate with an industry project, a committee, or a board, and allow them to participate. Thoughts included the ERA Conference Planning Committee, the ECIA Committees, the Planning Committee for the ECIA Conference, the EDS Board, and really invite them in and let them be a part of these boards, not only to see how we interact, how they work, but to also give them an opportunity to bring in some fresh new ideas. Thank you, John. Again, I really appreciate uh, going into all those specifics. It's educational for me, too, because I'm kind of still learning about the program and all everything that it entails. And I love how you mentioned, you know, getting involved in the, the various industry councils, how important that is, actually, in the individual growth in this industry as well. So thank you for getting into that. Jennifer, I'm going to turn this over to you for my next question. What are the specific benefits not only to new professionals, but to their companies for attending. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Stephanie. Just as John had mentioned also, and we mentioned in the very beginning, this is a progressive program. So each program is a prerequisite for the next. So Spark 1.0 has to be taken before Spark 2.0 and Spark 2.0 before Spark 3.0. Because as you're going along, you're learning more and more information and then you're applying it into each area. So from the standpoint of benefits to new attendees or their companies, each participant is going to gain deeper understanding of the electronics component industry, the history of the industry as a whole, the challenges it has faced, and future predictions. And industry experts are the ones that actually present that information to us. So we don't go outside to get that. We get that from our own internal industry expertise through research and presentation materials that we share in the classroom. Participants will also come away with a heightened awareness of their own personal developments and where skills may lack and where they need additional support and help. They'll understand their own strengths and their own talents, perceptions, and how their communication skills impact others. They'll recognize leadership styles and how those styles impact the organization's behavior and culture. And then they'll expand their industry networks. You know, encouraging ongoing communication with the Spark alumni through our Spark LinkedIn page, Spark Facebook page, or the dedicated Spark website. And then obviously, if you're sending high potentials to this program, this could supplement your internal initiatives for your high potential employees. Thank you, Jennifer. I really appreciate you going into all those specific details on the, the various benefits. And I love that you mentioned the social media aspect. I am, of course, going to, after this podcast, make sure I go and follow Spark on the various social media networks. So thank you. This does lead me to my last question. If somebody wants to send a colleague to the program, how do they go about doing this and, and who do they contact? Or if maybe they're interested themselves, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, the first place would be to get to the website. It's www.edsspark.com. E-D-S-S-P-A-R-K dot com. That's the Spark website that'll have all information and registration for any upcoming programs. We'll also keep you in tune with just what's happening with the Spark programs and their alumni. And then obviously anyone's welcome to contact me at jennifer.smith at jmssynergy.com. Well, thank you both. Before I wrap this up, are there any final comments or anything you'd like to add about the Spark program? One thing to keep in mind is we will be running a Spark 1.0 the spring of 2021. It will be a virtual program since this pandemic has hit us. We'll run it alongside the EDS, but it'll be a five-week, one session per week for three hours. And we'll have more information about that on our website by the end of this calendar year. So stay tuned. Oh, that is great. Thank you so much. John, how about you? Absolutely. I just wanted to mention, too, that uh, the success of this program has been growing. Uh, when I look back on our first Spark in 2015, since then, we've had over 125 graduates of Spark 1.0. We've graduated 30 people from the Spark 2.0. Now, that program had to be put on hold due to, due to the COVID and the ability that we couldn't do in-person conferences, but that will be reinstated uh, once we can get back together as well. So we see additional people graduating from that as well, 
within the next year. Thank you so much, John and Jennifer. I, again, appreciate you both being on and mentioning now that there is going to be a virtual aspect because obviously that's so important uh, with what's going on right now. Again, thank you both for being on this episode of Erie Talks. It was extremely informative and you both brought so much knowledge and history and value to the topic. For those that are listening, be sure to check out ERA.org for more information or events, resources, and membership information. Chat soon.